Welcome to journeywithjesus.net, a weekly webzine for the Global Church. I'm Debbie Thomas. For our January 6th, 2019 RCL, our essay is The Best Books of 2018 by Dan Clendenin. When I have a little money, said the Renaissance humanist and Catholic priest Erasmus of Rotterdam, I buy books, and if I have any left, I buy food and clothes. It's that time of year for the most subjective of exercises, my five favorite books of 2018. Truly, there's no accounting for personal taste. Please note that you can search JWJ's comprehensive index of nearly 800 book reviews alphabetically by author or by 14 different subject categories like history, art, economics, etc. And if you ever get stuck, just use the search button in the top right corner of every JWJ page. The hot-linked titles will take you to my full book review. Happy New Year and happy reading. Pietro Bartolo and Lydia Tilotta's Tears of Salt, A Doctor's Story, translated from the Italian by Chen Xingjian. This memoir of moral courage and indignation is set among the refugee crisis on Lampedusa, a tiny and isolated Italian island just eight miles square and that sits only 70 miles from the north coast of Africa. In the last 20 years, 400,000 migrants have landed on Lampedusa, fleeing war, poverty, and ethnic strife. About 15,000 people have died trying. Kate Bowler's Everything Happens for a Reason and Other Lies I've Loved. Two years ago, the New York Times published an opinion piece by Kate Bowler, a historian at Duke Divinity School, called Death, the Prosperity Gospel, and Me. A few months before she wrote the piece, Bowler was diagnosed with stage 4 colon cancer. She was 35. That op-ed burned up the internet and has now been expanded into a book. Francisco Cantu, The Line Becomes a River, Dispatches from the Border. I read Francisco Cantu's powerful memoir at the height of the national outrage about the U.S. treatment of migrants. According to Time magazine, on July 13, 2018, currently more than 11,800 children from a few months old to 17 are housed in nearly 90 facilities in 15 states. They are being held while their parents await immigration proceedings, or, if the children arrived unaccompanied, are reviewed for possible asylum themselves. In fact, this is a billion-dollar-a-year industry. <clears throat> Jim Forrest, at Play in the Lion's Den, a biography and memoir of Daniel Berrigan. On April 30, 2016, Daniel Joseph Berrigan died just 10 days short of his 95th birthday. Berrigan was many things to many people, Jesuit priest, poet, playwright, author of over 60 books, university professor, and peace activist. He spent a long life celebrating the good news of Jesus rather than the bad news of Caesar. Most of all, like Elijah of old, he was a troubler of the modern conscience. Jim Forrest begins his book with the most remembered anecdote of Berrigan's life. In 1968, he and eight other activists stole 378 draft files of young men who were about to be sent to Vietnam, dumped them into two garbage cans, poured homemade napalm on them, and burned them in the parking lot of the Catonsville, Maryland draft board. But there was so much more. In 1980, he trespassed into General Electric's nuclear missile plant in King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, poured blood on some warhead nose cones, then hammered away to punctuate his prophetic point. For these and similar activities, he and his brother Philip spent time on the FBI's 10 most wanted list, not to mention significant time in prison, about 11 years for Phil. When asked one time how many times he had been arrested for the gospel, Berrigan replied, apparently not enough. For his 80th birthday, he remarked, the day after I'm embalmed, that's when I'll give it up. Lynching in America, confronting the legacy of racial terror. 
On April 26, 2018, the National Memorial for Peace and Justice opened in downtown Montgomery, Alabama, on a six-acre site near the state capitol where American slaves were formerly auctioned for market. Informally known as a lynching memorial, the outdoor exhibit commemorates the more than 4,400 documented victims of racial terror that were concentrated in 12 southern states from 1877 to 1950. On the same day and near the memorial, the Legacy Museum, from enslavement to mass incarceration, also opened. The $20 million complex was paid for by private funds and was a brainchild of Brian Stevenson, the Harvard-trained attorney, founder of the Equal Justice Initiative, and author of the best-selling book, Just Mercy. For book reviews this week, Dan's More Beautiful Than Before, How Suffering Transforms Us by Steve Leader. To be human is to suffer, writes Steve Leader. I was reminded of this painful truth by two friends recently. One of them is grieving the suicide of his son. The other just left her spouse after 30 years of marriage. The list is long. The death of a child, recurring cancer, financial ruin, a better divorce. In this helpful little handbook, Leader considers our human suffering in 22 short chapters that are organized around three successive themes, surviving, healing, and growing. He never glorifies suffering, as if any amount of pain is worth some lesson learned, and he knows full well that some people are destroyed by it. Nonetheless, it is also true that pain is an invitation to those of us who survive the suffering to become kinder and better people. Through our brokenness, we can become more beautiful than before. Steve Leader is a senior rabbi of Wilshire Boulevard Temple, the oldest Jewish congregation in Los Angeles, with roots that date back to 1851, and also one of the largest, with three campuses and 7,000 members. On two occasions, he has been named one of the 10 most influential rabbis in America by Newsweek. His book is a practical guide that draws upon his pastoral experience of 30 years. It's my phone that rings when people's bodies or lives fall apart. In addition, and as you would expect, he appeals to the ancient wisdom of his Jewish tradition. Perhaps most helpful of all, he relates his own experiences of personal suffering. For more on this important subject, see my review of the book by the Duke University historian Kate Bowler, Everything Happens for a Reason and Other Lies I've Loved. For movies this week, Dan reviews Aretha, Queen of Soul. <clears throat> One day after Aretha Franklin died on August 16, 2018, at the age of 76, PBS aired this 27-minute tribute to her life and legacy. Franklin began as a child singing in her father's New Bethel Baptist Church in Detroit, her lifelong home, and even traveled all around the country with him. The church and gospel music were certainly my roots, not to mention the many other good things that came from the church. It's just a feeling you get there that you don't get anywhere else. At the age of 18, and as a teen mother with two children, she moved to New York City. That proved to be a bust with merely turntable hits and nine commercially unsuccessful albums with Columbia Records. All that changed, however, when she switched to Atlantic Records in 1967 and recorded I Never Loved a Man in Muscle Shoals, Alabama at Rick Hall's Fame Studio. The song rocketed to number one on the charts, was her first million seller, and defined her emotive intensity and commanding presence. Her eventual accolades and superlatives are hard to exaggerate. On the cover of Time magazine in 1968, the first woman inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, 18 Grammys, singer at MLK's funeral and Obama's inauguration, and the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Remarkably, when she died, she left an estate worth $80 million and no will. And finally, for poems, <clears throat> a New Year's poem by Alfred Lord Tennyson. Ring out, wild bells, to the wild sky, the flying cloud, the frosty light. The year is dying in the night. Ring out, wild bells, and let him die. 
Ring out the old, ring in the new, ring happy bells across the snow. The year is going, let him go. Ring out the false, ring in the true. Ring out the grief that saps the mind for those that here we see no more. Ring out the feud of rich and poor, ring in redress to all mankind. Ring out a slowly dying cause and ancient forms of party strife. Ring in the nobler modes of life with sweeter manners, purer laws. Ring out the want, the care, the sin, the faithless coldness of the times. Ring out, ring out my mournful rhymes, but ring the fuller minstrel in. Ring out false pride and place and blood, the civic slander and the spite. Ring in the love of truth and right, ring in the common love of good. Ring out old shapes of foul disease, ring out the narrowing lust of gold. Ring out the thousand wars of old, ring in the thousand years of peace. Ring in the valiant man and free, the larger heart, the kindlier hand. Ring out the darkness of the land, ring in the Christ that is to be. Thank you for joining us at journeywithjesus.net for January 6th, 2019. I'm Debbie Thomas.